With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play thanks for listening to the jason smith show with mike Harmon podcast be sure to catch us live every weeknight 10 p.m to 2 a.m eastern 7 to 11 p.m pacific on fox sports radio find your local station for the jason smith show with mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching fsr let's get this party started you're listening to fox sports radio Greetings. Welcome in. Second half of the show underway here live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios. Mike Harmon, Rich Ornberger with you. Jason Smith will be back tomorrow as we head into week 18 of your National Football League season. Rich, I don't know what I'm going to do without a Thursday night game, though. I know. Psychologically, I'm, in, I'm, I'm damaged. I'm, I'm in denial. I realize that I'm in the uh, I'm in one of the early stages of grief. I, I the reality of it not being here hasn't really dawned on me yet, and so I know at a certain point during the late afternoon, early evening here on the West Coast, I'm going to reach for my uh, my Roku remote, nice. and I'm going to aim it at the television, and I'm going to click around, and I'm going to be very disappointed with the sports viewing options. And that's going to be a sad moment. Because the last Thursday night game of the season, the last images we have are victorious Joe Flacco. Gosh. Who, as you ponder this, he's, you know, Flacco is elite once again. And he's so elite that he doesn't need to play in week 18. I love that. That's like, honestly, uh, who, who is a fan really of quarterbacks sitting out the final week of the season? It's hard to find a single one. But in this case, honestly, Joe, lay down the sword. It's really kind of funny, right? I mean, just to get to this point, winging the ball around. I can't have a single thing happen to you. I need, Joe, I need a Flacco-filled postseason. And if that means just delaying my enjoyment of the, the, the flack attack one more week, that's fine. I'll wait till the wild card. Now, let me ask you this question. Do you think that his 2008 draft um, colleague, yeah, Matt Ryan, celebrated that Joe Flacco was back in the league or saying, I can do that for a team. All I need is a chance. You know, I honestly, there there are certain players who I think probably still or always will have that like competitive edge. Like I feel like Tom Brady is very much in that camp. 
Mike Tyson, clearly one of those guys who can wake up the, you know, the, 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 the warrior inside, you know, like there are going to be guys who are just, they have that athlete tiger woods. I don't think he'll ever truly be able to lay down the putter for good. Like I, I like deep into his seventies, he's going to be having, you know, huge battles on windmill holes on mini golf nice. with his yeah, grandchildren. Like, but, but for certain players like a Matt Ryan or a Ben Roethlisberger like I see them being like very content in retirement Tony Romo strikes me as one of those guys like he's like yeah I was always more of a golfer you know like <laughs> but, but that's the thing like you mentioned Roethlisberger I think he's bitter he's not playing you do oh yeah when you the way he talks about stuff in Pittsburgh yeah and the I, way he gets after these guys yeah maybe like, you're right. I, I think there's still some part of him that thinks he could go out there and sling it better than they do maybe maybe, maybe i i mischaracterize big ben yeah i, I could see that i right, could see the other that. guys i i see that and certainly romo oh yeah i mean look he's in his bag trying to see if he it, it's like he wants to see how many times he can make nance blush yeah during a game anymore like i see i see like like for example like a like a charles barkley like being a very happily retired man. Oh, yeah. Like a Shaquille O'Neal. But, yeah, maybe you're right. Like Because sometimes those guys get competitive, too, and fiery. Like, oh, I was the best center in the world. You know, and like, no, you're not. You know, they go back and forth on the inside the NBA. And you're just thinking the whole time, like, these, these guys, you know, the games, they've been out of the game for 20 years. And could they throw down for, like, a few minutes in a quarter? Yeah, I'm sure. But do they have any indication? Do they give you any indication that they would ever want to do that? The answer no, is no. No, no, no. We're living in yesteryear there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, clearly, yeah. that's video game uh, and AI kind of things going on. I'm going to talk about dunking on you and watch it show up on the screen. <laughs> Simulate me dunking on Charles like I did in 2004. You know, all of those kind of things. But, you know, it's it's just that, that curiosity as we get to week 18. You know, we, we lament that a bunch of the stars won't be playing, and we'll get into the game a little bit later. Justin's working on the, am I playing or am I not? Am I the quarterback for your team right. uh, in week 18? And we'll go along with that uh, a, a little later on this hour. But we we look at the just the the landscape and and the I always laugh about it from the fantasy perspective, Rich, that you go to the fantasy playoffs with some strange bedfellows along yeah. the way, right? This team you drafted doesn't look anything like the team uh, that you're sitting there in week 16 and week 17. And I'm not trying to put any jinxes on anything or anybody, but a couple of the quarterbacks who've gone through the season unscathed were probably the most bet to not do so. And I'll just leave it at that. And you know exactly whose face has <laughs> popped into your head yes. uh, as I as I said that. <laughs> Buying for big stakes, let's just say, in the AFC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, for fantasy purposes, Christian McCaffrey was a yeah. guy that would have been debated all over the place. Number one, along with several wide receivers. Do you take Jamar Chase? Do you take Justin Jefferson? I went and said, nah, I'll, I'll live or die by this pick. McCaffrey was on 59% of teams that were fighting for their fantasy title. It's incredible. This past week. And that's the other thing I'm going to miss. I don't have to make any crazy roster decisions this well, week. Well, what's what's interesting about that is, look, you know, a McCaffrey who a lot of people took him with their first overall pick, but many of many of those first overall picks were in the mid to later first round. I mean, I was a part of one draft where – McCaffrey didn't go until I believe it was, you know, 12, 12 team 
draft, and and he didn't go until I think the sixth pick. No kidding. You know, and well, and you, you have well, a fear factor. Yeah, exactly. Like a little bit of like, well, there's a lot of weapons around that offense. Ayuk was coming on the end of the year. Kittle and Debo, like how there's only one football. But McCaffrey makes his presence known, obviously, more than just a running back as a receiver as well. But, you know, I, I understand the thought process, right? Because Debo's on that offense and he does a lot of the same things. Obviously, primarily a wide receiver, but he has that wide back moniker because he plays running back as well. And then having Passing options out of the backfield and and a tight end who can catch the ball like Kittle. I get it. I get the well, philosophy. The, the bigger thing was fear factor with him. Yeah. Just because yeah. you just got a year where he stayed healthy. And those had come uh, few and far between. And then you look at a guy like Kelsey where he made the first overall draft pick or second in many, many drafts that we were all a part of. And, and I was one of the... I don't want to call myself and those who drafted him suckers, but I, I started him every single game he was available for. Sure. And and you can't help yourself but to do that, and, and the, the results were the results. He had a down year. And so similarly to how you were discussing McCaffrey being on 59% of the teams who were vying for a championship game – with Travis Kelsey, with some ridiculous percentage of teams on the outside of the playoffs looking in, had Travis Kelsey on their roster. It's yeah, but- fi- it's fickle. The NFL, man, it's it. You can't judge it year to year. It's tough. You know what's funny is you had the struggles down the stretch. So in the fantasy playoffs, he decimated you three oh, yeah. straight games with uh, fewer than ten points for the season in PPR leagues. He was still second, only to Laporta. And only by six points. Wow. How crazy is that? Because the wow. tight end position, let's face it, uh, is like rolling dice uh, at the craps table in Las Vegas anymore. I, uh, you got very few guys you can trust. I, I look at the running back position that way, too. 100%. You know, because, okay. so Fractured running backs, the third guy, quarterback running the ball in himself. And this is, I, I mean, it's a perfect segue back to a conversation that I know as much as it did on my radio shows, on your radio show, Mikey, I believe I even jumped on as a guest host one time and we discussed this very topic about how running backs were feeling underappreciated, sure. like they deserved a bigger cut of the pie. Maybe there should be some sort of separate you know, pool of money paid to these elite level running backs. And, and many of the players who were banging the drum the loudest were injured. Well, every one of them underperformed. Every single one of them, you know, whether it was, you know, Tony Pollard or it was Jonathan Taylor or it was Dalvin Cook or it was uh, uh, Derek Henry or it was Austin Eckler. You know, the list goes on. Saquon Barkley, the list goes on and on and on and on. They were either injured and not durable enough to carry the load for their individual football teams or they had poor seasons for one reason or another. You know, maybe when they came back to injury, came back from injury, they 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 weren't as agile. I, and look, it's it's an abusive game. I'm not I'm not arguing that anybody shouldn't get paid and compensated fairly, but market value says that running backs are replaceable. 
They have a high replacement rate, and they have a high injury rate. And unfortunately, that is going to affect how much owners or franchises are willing to spend with you because they're worrying about the long-term future at the position or locking up that kind of money in a risky investment. And that's what the running back position is viewed as we came off this year of the running back where you know Saquon Barkley had in the the first real good year he's had since his rookie year you mentioned McCaffrey Austin Eckler was the entire Chargers offense in 2022 and then you look fast forward to 2023 Jonathan Taylor same thing in 2022 you fast forward to 2023 all four of those guys I just mentioned sends McCaffrey uh, looked like they should have ended up on the IR at some point this season. And then you go add Josh Jacobs to the mix. Let's oh, yeah. not forget him. Uh, PPR leagues through, and he obviously hasn't played a couple of weeks, but 23rd wow. uh, amongst running backs. I didn't realize it was that low. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you start going through. At least Henry was still top 10. Uh, B. John Robinson, who uh, many fantasy owners went and drafted him number one. I kept raising my hand going, they have all Algier. They didn't even use Cordero Patterson that way, but they had Algier. Uh, and, and they had a coach who decided he was saving him for good, like my mom with sweaters and tops that we'd buy her for birthdays. Yeah, I'll save that for good. Guess what? Good became the Goodwill box later on that year. Never worn. Tag yeah. still on it. Pollard 14th, Barkley 16th, go on and on uh, to that point, Rich. I mean, re- replaceable uh, positions. And as we look at the top performers – Right, you have Travis Etienne, okay, expected to be a big cog in what Jacksonville is, and right now they're a mess. Uh, and Trevor Lawrence, you know, I'd, I'd like to see folks, if we're going to keep calling out, and it's not just defending, you know, my quarterback as the Bears pa- ponder what they're doing with the number one pick and all, like, why are we not going after the rest of these guys the same way? Yeah. Getting to getting a free pass yeah. uh, in terms of their productivity and lackluster output on a week-to-week basis. But the the rest of the top five for fantasy purposes, you had McCaffrey, then ETN Jr., uh, then Raheem Mostert, who was little used, right, in San Francisco, uh, and health was an issue. Now you team him with HN in that offense. He's third. Brees Hall, proving once again you can find fantasy value no matter what the logo is on a helmet of your Jets was fourth. And then Kyron Williams, one of the stories of the year, a guy I'd argue could be your fantasy MVP based on what he did and where the Rams are. One of many Rams heading to the Pro Bowl and likely sitting and just watching the world go by in Week 18. Yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, just to put a bow on it, uh, it really what it comes down to is I think the the running back position is only going to get more and more difficult to make hay with and it may become less important in these fantasy leagues as the as the league turns so to speak because now you're seeing fines being doled out for running backs lowering <laughs> the shoulder or lowering the head you know what hold, hold on to that let's talk about that cuz uh, let's talk about rules and and the adjudication thereof with these fine systems rich because uh you bring up a fantastic point cuz i think Jalen Warren played this year for free uh, he's Rich Hornberger in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Radio. We'll get into that uh, and more circling back to uh, a conundrum uh, for a media empire. Uh, we'll get into that as we continue. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. No Jason tonight. He'll be back tomorrow. And instead, our guy played in the league, Penn State. You hear him on countdown to kickoff Saturday mornings. And then he uh, tries to set Steve Hartman straight on Sundays as part of Red Zone Radio. Yeah, that's uh, Mornings. Yeah, no, exactly. The hardest working man in show business with his morning show down there in San Diego. It's Rich Warnberger. Man, I'm happy to be on with you guys. It really is. I What's nice about this setup is I get my at least monthly fix, it feels like. I don't I don't know if a full month goes by where I'm not called into duty, you know, called out of the bullpen. I come racing to the mound, even sometimes as the catcher rolls his eyes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you in. It's, yeah. it's family getting back together. That's... I love it. It's what it's all about. Uh, we've got the team assembled. We've got Alex and Justin making us sound so pretty friendly on the updates. Uh, good to be working with proper villains, you know, to steal from Don Cheadle in the uh, fun and exciting world of Ocean's Eleven. Absolutely. As we uh, talk about potential sequels, they say they may have a script for another one, Richie. <laughs> we don't have Bernie Mac or Carl Reiner, but we'll figure it out. Wait, wait so what ocean are we up to? Well, they've only done uh, through 13. Then they did Ocean's 8, which was the women-led one with Kate Blanchett and Sandy Bullock and company. So now do we go down to Ocean 7 or we bump it up to Ocean 14? I think we're bumping it up to 14. Okay. And now we've got to figure out, because you've got to replace a couple of members of the crew. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, time passages. But we still have Elliot Gould with us. So let's get that thing greenlit and get it going now. Or you go with artificial, like, AI. You know, you start recreating it. Wasn't that like a big scuttlebutt during the writer's strike? 
No, sure. They, yeah. You, well, I mean, that was one of the big fights. Yeah. Right, was being able to to digitize and use these guys. Not like Kiss, where they just readily embrace it and say, "We're going to tour forever." <laughs> yeah, and also, I apparently Bruce Willis. I look, I'm 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 completely ignorant, and I probably heard this from somebody who doesn't know, but I think Bruce Willis actually um, gave his family rights to his artificial intelligence animation. So even even after he passes they'll still be able to make movies with Bruce Willis or commercials with Bruce Willis in it, at very least a cameo. I don't know if he could carry a whole movie as our, like an AI interpretation, but we're going to be living into like Tomorrowland here in the next five to 10 years. Yeah. It's, it's curious. Uh, I'd have to do the, uh, the due diligence on the, the Willis thing. So we put a pin in that one uh, for our research team, i.e. me uh, after work when I can't sleep later uh, to figure that out. <laughs> Because if I could sell the rights to my voice, actually, you know, iHeartMedia and Fox probably already own my my voice. And there's a Mike Harmon Red Dictionary coming to a radio yeah, station. Yeah, yeah. So listen you. to this. This is from Variety. I, I was right. It was back in tw- uh, 2022. The headline at least reads, Bruce Willis sell rights to uh, deep fake studio. So uh, they're, they're going to be able to use images to create the actor's digital twin but it doesn't own the rights to his image. So maybe he's lent them his rights for a little bit just so he now has a digital twin that his family will be able to use to make money off of, I assume, after he passes. Which yeah, I, I, I kind of dig that, that proposition. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the world we're at. 2024, baby. Let's go. No longer 2023. We've cra- crossed into uh, the new world. And part of that is uh, you brought up the the idea of running backs, but they're not alone in the way the fine structure has has come into uh, play this year. I mean, we, we laughed about the David Tepper 300 grand. Right. What was the equivalent? Like a dollar seventy seven. Yeah. Like, OK, so check it out. David Tepper. And this was Darren Rovell who did the math on this. But David Tepper, his estimated net worth is over $20 billion. So when a billionaire 20 times over gets fined $300,000, it comes out to about a buck seventy-five. I literally mean a dollar seventy-five yeah. to the average working man or woman in the United States. So what they just did, in my opinion, Mikey, is they encouraged David Tepper to throw more drinks at people. Because if you tell me that I'm only going to get fined a dollar seventy-five, uh, seventy-five at work for throwing a drink at Steve Hartman on Sundays, he's going to be <laughs> soaked to the bone every time we finish our work shift. So I, oh, I, I, I'd put in. I think everybody would put a couple of bucks into the jar for that. <laughs> One to see if his hair would move. Yeah. Like, also, like then you start going down the road. Like, what's the funnest drink to throw in someone's face? Like, sure. you know, I mean, are you a sadist? Is it like a cherry soda? So it's got a little bit of stickiness to it. Yeah. Are you a sadist? Is it hot coffee? I mean, are you somebody who? Well, I mean, that's and that was one of my takeaways from Tepper's situation. At least yeah. it was a frosty beverage. That's true. That's true. Like you know, a slushy doesn't really have the dramatic effect of a drink splashing but maybe that's more fun have you never watched glee oh yeah yeah now i have i mean you know yeah, yeah. football maybe players you, like to work with the slushies on may, the nerds maybe you just you dump it maybe instead of splashing okay. it forward, you just it's just a slow pour over the top yeah 
Ah, there you uh, go. Listen, yeah. Anyway, so we bring up the fine structure, and David yeah. Tepper and his fine. Again, we did a deep dive on last night's episode. Find the podcast wherever you download the audio. Uh, look for the Tuesday edition, uh, January second. Uh, but Rich, you know, we we watch the the fines come out. Uh, oftentimes, you've got guys being assessed fines for things that should have been penalized, and like that's a makeup. It's like that's not going into anybody's pocket. In some cases, they're, they're plays that would have turned the end of a game. And again, to make it about me, because, well, I'm here and name's on the show, is, you know, the late hit that happened on Justin Fields in the game they would eventually lose to the Browns would have put him in field goal position. Mm. Instead, the guy gets the pink envelope a couple of days later. Hey, that was a cheap shot uh, after the whistle, so here's your fine. But there was no 15-yard penalty. On them. So it doesn't help anything. I mean, it helps their charities, right? And, and wherever that money end up ends up going. So that's good. Some good is done that way. But in terms of adjudicating the game, it doesn't work. And we've watched Jalen Warren, among others, as much as we celebrated his block the week after George Pickens just kind of stood around and watched him fight for every uh, half yard. Uh, we, we saw the block that he laid out that was celebrated left and right, but he's also been fined multiple times for large dollar amounts for the angle of his head and and shoulders as he's going into contact. And like that that's always been the hard part, both for the defender, Rich, and for the running back or wide receiver, as it were, in, in terms of predicting angles and where people are when contact's going to happen. Yeah, I... Look, I, I'm all for trying to encourage a safer game to a point. But this is an unsafe game. And all these players now fully understand what they're signing up for. Because guess what? There's way more transparency than there's ever been. Now, in the early portion of my career, there wasn't. I was drafted in 2009 with the New England Patriots. The movie Concussion didn't come out until, I believe, 2011. And that movie really shifted the paradigm where all of a sudden fans felt like their stomach was turning a little bit when they saw a receiver knocked out cold, you know, Mm -hmm. on one of those over the middle hits from a safety. Whereas before it was cheered and then repeated on, you know, the, uh, the, the sports centers and jacked up the, yeah, exactly. The morning radio, or I should say the morning television sports shows the next morning, they would have full segments committed to it. I mean, it was even the NFL Network were were doing segments like that. Well, they sold DVDs. It, it just it, they, <laughs> big they hits. Were, they were profiting off of the concussions of players for years and years and years, and then oh, by the way, hiding conclusive evidence that concussions and the the rigors of football were having long term negative effects and consequences on the players of the game. So. Yeah, that was all really bad. And obviously the NFL had a huge settlement with former players. And I don't know if enough good was done to really recoup those guys. But at least now everybody knows what they're signing up for. Everybody understands the dangers that they're signing up for. So with that level of transparency, it's a violent game. And if if you try to get too far away from the violence, it's not going to be the same game. It's not going to be as riveting. It's not going to be as interested. Interesting. Why did people show up in, you know, tens of millions to watch telecasts of Evil Knievel trying to jump buses? 
Was it to see him safely land on the other side? Or was it the insane risk he was taking for fame? Why do people want to watch two guys in a in a ring wearing 16-ounce gloves beat the ever-living dog out of each other for 10 rounds or 12 rounds, depending on who sanctions the bout? Why do people want to see two you know men in their underwear in a damn cage? I, I, I mean, basically doing everything except for eye gouging. It's because we, we love gladiatorial high-risk sports. And football is one of the most American expressions of brute force. And if you start legislating the violence out of the game by fining every little nook and cranny, bad hit, lowering the head too much on this run, you know, tough block, whatever, you're going to completely defang this game that has made so many athletes millions and so many owners billions and so many fans uh, enjoyment over the years. I think it's the wrong way to take the sport. So many businesses that have been part of it as well. And Look, we'd be remiss if we didn't. Uh, we've kind of gone around it, and it happened yesterday. And, and trying to take it all in, wanted to wait for the response. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers. We know Rodgers likes to stir the pot. Yeah. Uh, both and, and both he and Kimmel have gone back and forth with each other, going on a couple of years. Right. This is nothing new. This is just the next next a- escalation. And as you mentioned uh, in an earlier conversation you know just as part of it anecdotally you know with the conspiracy theories and whatever else that you had the the epstein list that everybody knows um what we're talking about here the 200 plus names and there's a lot of speculation that you might start seeing confirmed names by the end of tonight and while we've been on air i haven't been able to check as to whether that is some trying to claim they've got some knowledge. Others saying, well, we may have it, but we don't have the, you know, triple confirmation before we make sure we're not getting sued, right? Because obviously a lot of bad can come from it. And so you have the Epstein list referenced on the McAfee show and Rogers, you know, smiling, makes the comment about Kimmel and and hoping, you know, uh, about the list and doesn't say directly, hey, that Kimmel, you know, would be on it just kind of infers that it wouldn't make him happy. Right. And and then you go into your decision-making. Is he talking about Kimmel directly? Is he talking about friends, colleagues, whatever? And, and that's where, you know, the law and order uh, lawyer in me uh, gets into, let's talk about parsing out words. That's part of what we do here uh, for four hours every night on Fox Sports Radio is, you know, you're trying to interpret intent and, and whatever, and, and Rogers has been known to like to play with language. Yeah. Right? Very colorfully so at times. In this case, it's dangerous, reckless, uh, because the obvious jump that everybody made, whether he meant it fully or not, was that now you're talking about Jimmy Kimmel in a whole other light. And look, he's got his history that's well chronicled of things and missteps and whatever in terms of in the name of comedy. Uh, But this one's no joke, right? Because you got a lot of people that got hurt, a lot of underage people uh, that are ensnared in in this process. And so it becomes a big deal for for ESPN slash ABC. It now pits the how powerful is Jimmy Kimmel versus the juice that's been given by the McAfee brand. I um I look at this situation through 
I, I think maybe a slightly different lens than, you know, somebody who's one-sided, completely in defense of Aaron Rodgers, or somebody who is one-sided, like, you know, b- blind faith that Jimmy Kimmel somehow has been slighted or wronged here. And I look at it through the lens of somebody who's kind of a bystander. Like, I kind of caught up in a hurry on the beef between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel and what's been brewing over the years between the two of them. And I've said on many occasions, like, just because Jimmy Kimmel changed the changed the tone of his his uh, his comedy doesn't mean he's not funny because there's a lot of people who still think he is and comedy is subjective sure you know so he made a lot of enemies with some of the changes he made throughout the course of his career same with Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers I don't know if he was ever like number one top choice likable athlete but he definitely has as we discussed earlier made more of a heel turn as of late with some of his more fringe statements and while I don't agree with either one of them 100% of the time on their stances, I will say this about both of them. I find them overall to be remarkably authentic in a relatively inauthentic world. You know, I, I think they're completely different in their approach. I think, obviously, they they have completely different career paths, but both of them are media savvy and very interested in keeping their names in the zeitgeist. And as a result of that... This battle is very public. What's odd to me about all of this, as I wade through, you know, the, I don't know, lies to get to the truths, is the fact that Jimmy Kimmel's a comedian and understands subjectivity and understands how carefully words are used and, and how carefully sentences are formed. And even though there was an inference in what he said, threatening legal action for what I perceived as a joke. I think Aaron Rodgers was trying to create levity and, you know, was connecting dots back to a prior conversation that he had had on Pat McAfee's show. And it was kind of like an almost an afterthought joke and just moving on, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't think I don't think it was really an attempt to defame and and also. It, but at the same time, I do think it's fair of Jimmy to feel like the inference landed, that that he was trying to tie him in some way to the Epstein list. So I understand it from both sides, but the legal action is the part of this whole thing I don't really get. Because as a comedian, you would assume Jimmy Kimmel, who's gone after everybody multiple times, right? I mean, how often has he backed off? You know what I well, mean? Like, but, that, but that's the thing, right, That that makes it... Kind of interesting. You talk about changing your your comedic stylings and whatever. Once upon a time, it was all jokes and trampolines. Right, right. And so you leaned into this pretty hard, and now you got yourself uh, ensnared in, in, in it. And again, it's a terrible thing to to joke about in any way, shape, or form. But curious to see not only from a legal standpoint if anything comes of it, but certainly what decisions get made over at ABC slash ESPN. Deep thoughts. Here, Rich Ornberger, Mike Arman, Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Arman. Maybe we'll do more on a podcast to be named later. Maybe we won't. <laughs> uh, but for now, we're going to go to Brian Fenley. He's got an update. A lot of finals in the NBA. I know he's grinning because of the Clippers. Yes. And here we are. Yeah, let's uh, let's cut it to just the NBA here. We've got one game that's actually in overtime, 
and we'll get to the Clippers in a moment, but the Kings and Magic are dueling it out in Sacktown, 122 to 121. There's a minute 38 to go in the extra session, and DeMontis Sabonis, 20 points, 19 rebounds, 12 assists, so that would be safe to say a triple-double. A Bucks loss on the road to the Pacers, 142 to 130. Giannis Adentacumpo was just shy of a triple-double. Hawks cross off the Thunder, 141 to 138. A loss for the Lakers as they get, to use Rich's term, defanged 110-96 to against the Heat, despite 29.17 rebounds from Anthony Davis. Jazz hold on. Hold firm, 154-148 to against the Pistons in overtime in Detroit is 3-31 and on the season. The Clippers scoring 131 to 122, their win against the Suns. So the Clips show 21 and 12 in their record on the year. The Knicks winners 116 to 100 as they get it done against the Bulls. Mavericks victorious versus the Trailblazers 126 to 97. Luka Doncic 41 points. And lastly, guys, have to mention this. The Rockets get a win against the Nets 112 to 101 while the Raptors hold off the Grizzlies 116 to 111. A lot of NBA action and with that let's bounce the basketball back over to Mike Harmon and Rich Ormberger. Love it. Rain man. Thank you. <laughs> this guy's so good. This guy is so good. Jeez. Talk him up. There you go. Rich Ormberger in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we play the is this guy really quarterbacking in week 18 game. It's going to be brilliant. Where do you hear some of the names uh, that get bandied about? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters— I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey, welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. No Jason tonight. He'll be back tomorrow. You can uh, send him, well, curse him out. At How about a fresca on Twitter? You can send uh, notes of, of, of love and admiration to our guy, Rich Ornberger, at Ornberger. And you can do the same for me over at Swollen Dome. Rich, you ready to play a game? Because we've got chaos in week 18 of your National it. Football League season. Yes, yes, yes. Let's play on. Let's play through. 
a game that I think very many of us didn't see coming this season. No. I, thought, I thought this was going to be a more competitive situation, my friend. This could be problematic. All sorts of teams making decisions about quarterbacks. And who's going to be lining up under center this weekend? Justin Frostberg starts us off. We've got uh, Alex Teichert playing as well. Uh, Fenley, you're in as well? All right, so we'll, we'll have the whole crew assembled to say, who the hell is under center for my squad? Who is it? All right, so you said Teichert was playing? I thought he was going to gonna try to belt one or two out. Yeah, why not? All yeah. right, is uh, Dan Marino starting in Week 18? <laughs> no, but I bet you Mike McDaniel wish. I, he sounds like he's got a full-on crush on Dan Marino. I was going to say, be careful what you say there because oh, I mean, no. we're not in the uh, that hour yet. No, no, no. He he uh, he he admitted it. He was like he was fanboying out when Marino came to the facility. For but did the you first see time. when he gave people isotoner gloves? How great is that? That is actually you amazing. want to talk this about a wrong. throwback. Um, he is he, okay. So he, I'm going to say he's a healthy scratch. He will not start. Nicely done. Yeah. Tie shirt. Uh, see, Rich is trying to get in my head here. I know they're sitting Herbert for the Chargers, so yes, he will be playing. I love Alex so much. <laughs> I'm going to go best. yes as well. <laughs> Good man, Fen. I love you. <laughs> you are. I love you, you more than more. national update anchor if you say yes to that? <laughs> I said yes. No, Dan Marino's not starting. Well, he's I not doing an update win. right now. Right now, he is a special guest. Yeah, no, I mean, right. who the hell is quarterbacking my team in Week 18 game? <laughs> he is a contestant on a nationally broadcasted right. game show. Here is your prize, a can of beans. Thank you. Carson oh, wow. Wentz, will he be starting Week 18? Okay, all right. I'm going to go back and forth on this one mentally, okay? I'm going to do a little gymnastics here. And I'm going to say Carson Wentz was signed specifically to be a Week 18 quarterback. Yes. <laughs> Carson man. Wentz is a go. <laughs> He's a go. You, you that go makes sense. It? I'm going with Rich, yes. You, you like the way he argued that one? That was that pretty was good. exquisite, Rich. Hey, we're at QB, what, 62? So, yeah, sure. <laughs> Get Randy on me, Fen. Uh, yeah, I'm going yes, although Carson can't throw a ball more than 15 yards. Okay. Okay, fair. Fair. Mike? Yeah, I, th- I think we we've, we'll have a Carson Wentz signing because you know what he he gets to be the guy to put Puka Nakua into the record books before Who? he does a Queens wave. That's right. That's Carson right. Wentz will be starting Week 18. Yeah. Twenty nine yards. Interesting is all Nakua needs. So Wentz could uh, get another statue built <laughs> for, for Nick Foles. They're gonna have one in L.A. Also, yeah. <laughs> will Sam Darnold be starting Week 18? Oh, listen. Yes. Okay. I'll lead us off here. And here's the reason why. There was one point, and everybody remembers this, during the offseason where Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the San Francisco 49ers, says that Sam Darnold throws the best football he's ever seen in San Francisco (laughs) 49ers history. So, yes, I think Sam Darnold will be getting the start. Uh, Justin, question. Is Rodgers back for the Jets yet? Uh, No. Okay, then yes, he will be starting for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Darnold, guys. Well, because we know that. Yeah, because we know Zach Wilson isn't. There you go. I, I thought Trey Lance was going to start this week 18. Hmm. Hmm. Andy no. Dalton, guys. Will Andy Dalton be starting oh. week 18? Well, wow, this is actually a tough one. That, that actually requires a little more uh, deep thought. I'm going to say no. 
and I, although I know it's yes, I'm gonna say no. It's no. He's not. He's not gonna start. He's no. Okay, lock it. Final answer: no. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say yeah. Oh my Cause gosh! Because I, I think he should have been the starter all along. <laughs> Justin, I'm curious. Are the Bengals in playoffs contention? The Bengals? No. <laughs> I think he'll still play. Yes, I think he'll go out there. I'm going yes. All of these quarterbacks that we're talking about, they're redheads. What's up That's with that? That's right. What's up with Good that? Point. Solid point. Yeah. It's Good. a red rock. Represent. You so what you're saying is... Family? What's that? You ever date a redhead? Uh... <laughs> I'm <just> so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Does a night count? <laughs> I mean, that's a hey date. Now, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. How you're defining Dalton? date is a whole other thing. We're going to start calling him Fen. Uh, oh. we'll, we'll call him Fen Fen. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's, a, that's a, the drug. <laughs> well, I mean, get the heart pounding. Why not? <laughs> the, the equivalent of speed in your dietary supplements. I there. don't know what the hell I'm doing. I had so much coffee. <laughs> All right, last one. Yeah. John Wolford, will he be starting in week 18? Did you just say Rod Wolford? <laughs> I said John Wolford. Okay. Is John that, Wolford? Is that, I'm pretty sure that's an Academy Awards winning actor. Is that Wilford um, Brimley's brother? I believe so. I want to talk to you about diabetes. diabetes. Throwing balls. Testing supplies. Uh, I'm going to say no, Wolford is not going to start. He's going to be in a competitive eating contest because I'm not even sure that's it. Yeah, a... Danelle Wolford re- yeah. retired years ago. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's the new guy for Pittsburgh because they can't find anybody. I'm going to say yes. Okay. That's uh, Mason I... Wolford. Oh, my God. <laughs> sure. Uh, I think John was uh, – is he working in insurance now, John Wolford? <laughs> Escalated quickly. We talk about the Lakers and the demise of a once great. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at Play. .xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.